Looking for work, better pay, better work environment? We can help. Call Kelly Jobs today at 502-425-7131 to speak with a recruiter today. Score a better job with us. Call 502-425-7131 or visit kellyjobs.com. That's kellyjobs.com. Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers. Time now for The Take with Andy Sweeney. Gonna raise the banner? The Take with Andy Sweeney. Issel, did you not say that the University of Kentucky's whole thing was to win banners? And James Strebel. We still have people that are on the airwaves here that would lust after having Coach Patino back. On ESPN 680 and 105.7. How, how many things has Cal done wrong? No, let me rephrase that. <laughs> how many things has Cal got caught at as far as having prostitutes in the dorm, uh, giving kids, offering kids $10,000 to come and play? Has Cal done any of that? <laughs> to go behind the curtains today. Like the Wizard of Oz. Behind the, the shades. <laughs> By the way, Strebel's dressed up like Jim Shannon's grand uh, grandson today. Well, like, <laughs> You're New Albany through and through today. Yeah, a little, Look base, at you. A little baseball dance today. Vipers baseball. Yeah, yeah. You guys got a game tonight? No, I just, okay. it, I just threw it on. You just know. a little Vipers just baseball. A little, little, Vipers, little Vipers baseball hoodie today. So doing that, then got the New Albany Little League hat on. So I'm full baseball dad. Uh, it's the take on ESPN 680-1057. Let's start. Let, no, okay. this is where we're going Here to we start go. because we have to. Yes. Okay. Uh, Liquor Barn Studios, 437-9680. Uh, Justin, I'm not we're, – we're, no sounders today. No, 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 no sounders on cold cuts today, okay? <laughs> or, no or horns. Hor- no horns no for horns. James Strebel. <laughs> and th- this is my fault, but this is where we start today. Okay. So okay. something's happening off, off, uh, well, off air. Well, yeah. yeah uh, Josh Hurd. I don't know if you've ever heard heard of him. Uh, Who is he? Pardon the, the pun. AD of jo- the... Josh Hurd is uh, the AD at U of L. Oh, that's right. I thought he was Hilltoppers. But yes. no, he's Cardinals. And, and okay. he was on this morning with Bobby, or Bobby V, with, uh, <laughs> Blankenbaker. with, with Mark Blankenbaker, okay? And Keith Pointer. The sheriff and Keith Pointer. Yes. Of course, Keith Pointer, who has been critical of uh, every hire that U of L has made. Didn't say uh, anything. Did not say anything. So we can <laughs> yeah. dive into that at some point today. Yeah, two law dogs on this. You know, lawyer and sheriff. We had law dogs <laughs> that were questioning one Josh Hurd. Yes. Do you understand? We had a sheriff uh, and uh, a big-time defense attorney here in Louisville. Yes. And, and and so we have sound. He talked about the banner. I mean, this is it's a big deal. This is a big deal on Saturday. They put yeah. a, they put a banner up and they they put it they put it downtown. Did Mayor Greenberg? I thought he was a Kentucky guy because of Maddie Bangs and OVW. This is what you did. You guys believe Maddie Bangs, and now there's U of L garb all over the place. How dare you? How dare you? 
Uh, and so I, 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 I'm, I'm getting ready. To, I'm getting ready to go to Josh Heard Sound, and we just have very little Josh Heard Sound today that's been cut up. Yeah, since eight o'clock this eight morning. Eight in the morning, yes. And what do I do? Because it's my fault for not checking. But I've been a little bit busy, you know, yeah. running the radio stations. Yes, uh, you're the program a, just, manager, yeah. just a director. Just director, a, sorry. Thank you. Just a sorry. little bit. And so right now. Uh, we, we have nothing about Josh Hurd and the banner. Again, he was on at 8.05 this morning. That was Again, that's 8.05 <laughs> this morning. That's, that's a many, many hours ago. We were, we were talking seven hours <laughs> ago that he, he was on. But uh, oh. you don't want to just play the whole thing? I, I mean, think we should just play the whole, the whole thing. thing. How, how, we should just play the whole was thing. Was it 10 it's, minutes? It's, it's, it's all that, 10 minutes. It's it, it, Yeah, it's 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 got some Russia tendencies say, yeah. in blank. Yeah, I we, heard we, there were some Russia. Yes, yeah, I was updated. Russia, yeah. Some Russia tendencies. No, not very much follow-up oh. uh, with it Josh Hurd. So. I just play it anywhere. I was cutting this on the fly. I just heard, oh. <laughs> I mean. Big baseball game so going bad, on. Man. It? It's so bad. It's so disappointing. It is. But expected. It, it's so disappointing. Yeah. Justin, yeah. do you feel my disappointment right now? I just. See, right. like nine, the like nine people there right now. I yeah. feel Josh something. was on I, at 8.05. I would. I would Eight mother bleep at 0.05. <laughs> You know, I would have done it, but I was laying in a ditch, you know, so I didn't hear that he was even on the station because I was laying in a ditch doing surveillance today, trying to, oh. you know, keep an eye on but somebody. You, what you they were, were peeing doing. in your car. No, well, well, I'm in my car for part of it, but part of it, you got you to gotta get down and dirty. You, you know got what I'm saying? You, you got you, you, you to get what the client wants. So He's sometimes, sometimes it takes a little extra work. Useful. It's 30, 40 degrees. Tell he's Nick about. he's no better. Nick went the entire show without <laughs> playing it. No, they played they played one part of it, the very end of the show. Yeah, they played the like stuff about Kenny left. Payne not being able to coach. Yeah. So what do you think yeah. Bob and Paul Rogers are gonna say to that for a man? <laughs> not much. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Rogers like I'm staying away from this. I, I can't talk he's about the this. He's he's great. He's he's, he's figuring it out. These players think Kenny Payne's okay. I like him. I'm good with JP. What are we gonna do about that? Oh yeah yeah yeah. Oh, I just want to see. I want to see pictures. I want to see surveillance photos of Justin in a ditch doing surveillance. I want to see surveillance. Of no that. offense to Justin, but he's a heavy guy to be in in a ditch in surveillance. <laughs> when I think of guys in a ditch, I think of wiry little weasels like Locke. Yeah, yeah, I, I, dressed or, in camo or in yeah, all black. You know, yeah, trying to blend in. It, yeah, or at least like a muscular guy who's been he was in the army or he's, he did, a, he's a Navy SEAL. Yeah, he did a tour somewhere. <laughs> yeah, exactly. not you, special ops. Yeah, he was special ops. <laughs> He was I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not sniping somebody. I'm taking freaking po- photos. But you can't hide. Yes, I can. Well, they can, nobody's looking. If they're not looking, you can hide. You're People don't pay attention. <laughs> I can't. I can't hide. I, I'm, I'm saying I know that I would be terrible at that job because I stick out like a sore thumb. I'm big. I'm fat. I'm I'm, I'm long. I, you know, I I couldn't just lay down in a ditch. Like someone's gonna find me. Like they'll see my, my big. Behind, I'm not poking doing... up out the ditch, yeah, for okay. sure. Without, Justin's but... like, no one will see me. <laughs> hey, who's that guy out there laying in a ditch? With a knit sweater. He's watching Italian soccer on his iPad. <laughs> is that the Biancardi's own guy? <laughs> is that the Biancardi's own guy? <laughs> no, that would be the best. And so if you were like doing surveillance, <laughs> and someone came up and was like, hey, are you the U- Uve? Hey, are you the guy oh, that hates Allegri? <laughs> 
I've seen you on YouTube. Surprised we don't have a leg, re- uh, leg re- sound. <laughs> that would be the most amazing. It's all in story. Italian. He can't see. He speaks two yeah, words of he's, English. He's speaking Italian. He knows two you. words of English. And you're, try, yeah. you're trying to tell him I'm doing a job. You need to get out of here. And he wants to talk Italian soccer. The only two words of English that Allegri knows is go cards. <laughs> that's all I know. Yeah, that's all go, he knows. Go cards. He knows go cards and Peyton Siva. <laughs> yeah, I'd say go that's, cards harshly to make sure he understands that I'm not happy. Go cards. <laughs> oh, man. What a start. Well, well, that's how we start today. Yeah. That's how we start today. <laughs> I listened to one of the other clips, and there's just a big, oh. I heard that. At he the was, front, yeah. and it just made me sad. Like a it mode. Ma- yeah, it, it, yeah. yeah, it made me physically ill. <laughs> well, at least it's Friday, Andy. Texas says, I'm not surprised no one cut sound. I'm not either. Yeah, even the listeners expect it at this point. Texas says, Andy, a trained monkey can do your job. Be serious. Well, I would love for them to hire a monkey. <laughs> that would be totally fine. Go to the can zoo. we get a monkey that yeah. can cut the sound from 8.05 this morning? Maybe we can partner with the Louisville yeah, Zoo. Yeah, can and we they partner can, with the Louisville Zoo? Trade. They give us some animals. I have no problem the, with that. Run the states and get a gorilla. <laughs> Texas says, what would Patty I say about the lack of productivity among the producers today? Cheese and rice, brother. Oh, he he would, he would be. I, this is science. I've spent 87 hours. <laughs> we know what Patty Ice would be doing. <laughs> this is just a text at 303. It yeah. says, no, but Cal paid people to take Derrick Rose's ACT. Oh, my gosh. What's Ennis talking about? That's, uh, that's it a can't total... be Ennis. Is at 302. Oh, yeah, what you're was right. Bob talking about? It must be Bob, yeah. Bob was, he wasn't. I thought he was doing a, a, you know, like a pizza segment or something before us. Yeah, cereal. What's the Golden Grahams? Overrated, underrated. What do you got? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to read that one. <laughs> Mostly because I don't know what it means. So we have Anna Torillo coming Texas in tomorrow. Texas says, I'm big, I'm fat, I'm long, 308. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. You big, have Anna Torillo big, coming big in. Post but, game show but, tomorrow. But don't talk to Ence about it. He'll get mad that he crawled in her DMs. <laughs> like it's my fault. How dare you talk about that on the air? Well, you're the one that did it. <laughs> it's going to be a fun post game. <laughs> after Kentucky show. loses. Yeah, after well, all those, that won't be fun. After all those slow, unathletic guys on, yeah. on Tennessee. Here's how I think Watch it's going it. to go. I think you're going to – it's 77-74. You're going to have a shot to tie the game or, right. win, or win the game. Maybe it's a two-point game. Sure. And you're going to have the worst Cal possession. Oh. It's not going to be as bad as KP um, and, and UofL. Of course, that's not KP's fault. It's not his that's fault. That's Al Ellis' fault. Right. It's J.J. Trainer's fault. It's Brandon Huntley-Hatfield's fault. It's yeah. Huntley Hatfield's fault. Right. Do you understand what I'm not saying? Not Kenny Payne's, though. It's not his fault. No. Okay. But Cal Perry have a bad play drawn up Cal- where yeah. Oh, yeah. Lance Ware takes a three. It, it, will, it will be a play <laughs> where Reeves will get a 40-foot heave that will come no, up short. Andy, he'll be throwing the ball in. He won't even have the ball in his hands in play. He'll be he'll be one throwing it in from out of bounds, and it'll go to Lance Ware or Damien Collins for a jump shot to, to win or tie. That's, that's what it's going to be, I can already tell. And then Rick Barnes is going to smile at him and shake his hand and move on, and Kentucky's going to be back on the bubble. I'm texting Nick where the where the stuff is. Oh, there you go. So yeah, Nick, there you go. Yeah, yeah, Nick, <laughs> you got a little something going on here, Nick. You, you cut some of this herd sound. Let's go. Let's see what all. You know what? I don't want the herd sound. I just I just wish. You know what I wish we could do? What? I, I just erase all the herd stuff. 
That we did like it, just, it never happened. Like it never happened. Pull it off. Erase the, it. Erase it completely from the archives. Pull it off. Like Dan Dockage did. Yes. Like basically do what Dockage did. But <laughs> what he called it. Now Dockage. he's got three hundred streamers on Outkick at yes. eleven a.m. <laughs> and no one's listening. No one's paying attention. But yeah. anyway, we can get to it. Four three seven nine six eighty. We'll get to some of that stuff here in a little bit. And when I say we'll get to some of that stuff, we probably won't get to some of that stuff. Yeah. Uh, but we shall see here in a second. I mean, obviously this weekend. You know what I was thinking. I was doing a little drive today. 437-9680, by the way. Uh, it's a take on ESPN 680. Mixtape. Uh, Justin has worked his magic. His fingers are magic. I tell you uh, what. It's not the only thing, but we know his fingers are magic. Yes. They create the mixtape. They lay in a ditch. They take photos of people. Uh, that's basically what he's done the today. last week was okay. stellar. So, and he was gone yeah. that day. He was gone. It was, it was James Black running. But yes, it was. Justin was the one that put together. And my gosh. My gosh. Amazing. Very my good gosh. stuff. Yes. Anyway, so, you know, I'm driving, I'm, I'm thinking, and, and this is not the best example for Kentucky because Kentucky and this weekend could go a long ways into how the rest of their, uh, by the way, they moved up last night one spot in the net. They're now top that. 40. They're yes. number 39 in the net if you care about such things. Yeah. Um, but you look at it, and this to me... We talk about great moments, not good moments. Like, I think the Mike Pratt day, Florida's not the best opponent, but you got to win. You needed it. Great crowd, but especially having, you know, biggest in the house, memorializing Mike Pratt. That was a great Saturday in uh, in Lexington in Rupp Arena. Yeah. And you Avell, I can't believe. Uh, man, I can't remember. Uh, Justin, you may remember. I feel like they beat someone on a Saturday. Hang on, did they beat someone? Was uh, Georgia Tech that was, was a Wednesday? Yeah. So they haven't. So I yeah. look at U of L and Kentucky, and this is the last Saturday mm-hmm. regular season. I want to be clear. Because we don't know exactly what's going to happen. I mean, we, right. you know, I think Louisville's going to be done in the ACC pretty quick. And Kentucky Might could be. be there on Saturday. They could be out on Thursday or Friday. We understand that. Sure, they were last year. But yeah. it's, the, it's the first or it's the last chance for a regular season Saturday. It's a last chance Saturday. Yeah. That's what it is for Kentucky and Louisville. For Kentucky, you win the game. You sweep Tennessee for the first time since 2012. If you do that, you're going to feel damn good about some of these other games on your schedule. Yeah. People will start to pay attention uh, a little bit. You'll be in the tournament. I'm going to be, it's going to be difficult. But I think we'll be able to talk about seeding. If Florida remains a quad one and you can win there next Wednesday, we'll most definitely, Strebel, be talking about seeding. Not just, will this team make the tournament? We'll be saying, okay, now what can they do? Have they raised their ceiling? What kind of seed could they be? Remember a couple weeks ago, three weeks ago, we were saying, hey, you you don't want to be in that 8-9 game because the one seeds and yada yada and everything else. And so for Kentucky, you have three great teams that are going to be honored. Mm-hmm. You got a Saturday national TV, like, like the game, yeah. CBS yeah. at one o'clock. Go win in front of the country and have that great Saturday. If you're U of L, I mean, you know, you haven't done a damn thing all year. Right. You haven't had a joyful Saturday. You haven't had anything. 
And I'm sorry. Some things are worth more than others. And Kenny Payne and the Clemson game on Saturday happens to be worth more than others. 100%. There are tests. There are quizzes. There are assignments. There are projects that are worth more. In, I, don't know, I always go back to a school. I don't I know love this. if it's yeah, because of <laughs> or what. But there are. Yeah. Things are not all weighted the same. And that's how I feel about this game. You got the 2013 national title team in the arena. You are going to have the most fans support that you have had all season long you understand that go win the game go win the game Clemson's not special. Hell, let me look it up. They got to be in the sixties right now in oh, the net. Yeah, they've been plummeting, I mean, like you said earlier. Well, I mean, this they week. can win games, but I mean, their schedule right now is very weak. But I mean, I mean yeah. Clemson's back at sixty-six. And you said, and you said it yesterday, I believe. I mean, if Louisville, if Louisville beats them on Saturday, they could very well put them out of the tournament. Well, it'd be a quad that, four. That, that could, yeah, that could ruin their season. Yeah, it'd like, be go, a quad go four. Go ruin somebody's season. You can't have any joy. Don't let well, them Nolan have Nolan Smith joy. talked about it on the Kenny Payne show without Kenny Payne with Nolan Smith. He <laughs> talked about that very thing. Yeah, yeah. And this would be that opportunity. So for me, you can do all the memory lane stuff. Both the cards and the cats will be doing it this weekend. But it is a last chance. If you're Kentucky, you know, this is the, the marquee Saturday that you can start to possibly feel good about the team. You can beat Tennessee, sweep that bum Rick Barnes, okay? <laughs> He's flabbing Get a right win now, while every damn player that was worth anything in the 90s is in Rupp Arena. It's the kind of game Kentucky should not lose. Right. It's the type of game where the aura around Kentucky and your $9 million coach does not lose. And if you're Louisville, man, I'm telling you, You've had no feel-good. This would be a moment of feel-good. Yeah. And if you go out there and you let an average, a basic average Clemson team, right now a a, a Clemson team that would be like a one seed in the NIT, and you let them come into your house with that team being honored, with those guys being honored, with that crowd that I'm expecting on Saturday, and you lose that game by 25 points, that doesn't count for one loss. That's more than that. Sure. That's more than that for those players, for that coaching staff, and for Kenny Payne. Period. And then, and then you look at the rest of the season for Louisville at that point. I mean, then, then you know for sure. I mean, you win that game, you think, okay, I can go on the, on the road and beat Georgia Tech on Tuesday night or Wednesday night, whatever that is next week. And you could do that and you could set yourself up for at least a terrible season. You feel good a couple weeks left to go and it's not all it's not all terrible you feel good about that for Kentucky you're right I mean we've had some big Saturday games where those be neutral court games away games games at Rupp Arena where Kentucky was expected to play better than they did they got run out of Alabama that was a big Saturday game exactly you got embarrassed on national TV exactly Kansas big time Saturday and Tennessee game was on the road I'm, I'm no, talking, that was, I'm talking, that was yeah. one of the ones they yeah, did I'm well I'm talking in. about Rupp yes, Arena I, I know you understand yeah, I'm just saying yeah, that's but, what I'm talking about yeah but you, you had the, the only Rupp Arena game you had is, like you said, the Florida game, Casey Wallace went nuts, played great, but you had that same type of atmosphere with Kansas, Andy, where that was the game. That was the we win six in a row. We beat a national power in, in inside our own home where everything goes our way. We beat North Carolina in Rupp Arena. We beat UConn in Rupp Arena. We beat all 
these teams in Rupp Arena before. All your, you go out all, all and the get ca- this All one. the Calipari all teams the aura, win this game. All the aura. They all win this the, game. The aura of, 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 of Kentucky, the aura of Lexington. Oh, that doesn't exist. Everybody's right. going to – well, it used to. At yeah, one point, yeah. that's what I'm saying. No, but that's what I'm that's, saying. That's what you people, have to yes. – both teams have to reca- uh, recapture on Saturday what they have Some lost. Some of the past glory. What they yes. have lost. Over Sorry. The, uh, no, it is. It, it really they is. They better win on Saturday. I, I mean it for both sides. And, and I mean it for both sides. Kentucky, no. I mean, come on. Go win the game. Get yourself in the you tournament. You already beat them. Yeah, you already beat them. Let's go. You have the line than Tennessee you, has on yeah, the line. let's they, go. Outside the Alabama game, they got beat by Vanderbilt. Go beat Clemson if you're Louisville. Yeah, yeah, go beat Clemson. These aren't – I mean, Tennessee's a, a quad one, you know, top three C type team, but they're beatable. We see that they're beatable. They can't score. I mean, we, we, we've seen Tennessee, like, struggle to score, struggle to manufacture offense. All you got to do is just, you know, play offense better than them. That's what you got to do. That should be Kentucky's playbook. They've been playing offense better. And for Louisville, don't let Brad Brownell come in and beat you. That period. Brad, Brad Brownell or whatever <laughs> hell his name is. Don't let him come into the Yum Center. And I, I would like to know, like, the, the – the because I know for Kentucky fans, it's a pretty high level of excitement. Like, Kentucky fans are going to be into this game on Saturday. I want it means to know, nothing to me anymore. I've seen that Kansas and everything else. No, the not, crowd can't carry Kentucky no, like I'm it not, used to. That's what I'm, I'm saying, yeah. like, for, for Louisville, what is it? Like, how oh, much, how be- much buy-in uh, no, is, is there? Like, how, no, how, it, it'll be, I, I won't be full, but it will be... It, it will the be, most attended game of the season. It, it will not by not even close. It will yeah. have more people on Saturday than probably if they added three games. To the season. Total. No, yeah. you took three no, games yeah. in the middle of the year while these teams have been bumbling around. Yeah. You took that, the actual attendance, not sure. the, not, not, the... Not, not what was bought by season ticket holders <laughs> right. who are propping the program up while other people get not free sold. or $3 tickets. Not those people. Right. The, not, not paid, okay? The, the butts in seats. I think if you took three games, four games, right. you, you might be able to combine what you get on Saturday. Yeah, no, I, I'm with you. I, I just, I, I don't. I don't trust either team to to do what what you you're saying they need to do and they should do. I don't trust either one of them. I think I trust Louisville a little less than Kentucky, just because we do have an example of Kentucky beating this Tennessee team. But then again, they're going to be down two players. I mean, I mean Livingston and Frederick. I'm mean, not Livingston. Sorry, uh, Wheeler and Frederick are not playing Saturday. Like I mean, we, we well, know I think that. it would be surprising yeah, if they if did. Either yeah. one of them played, it would be a total shock. So they're going to be down two players, but still, Wheeler. They are. They, they didn't have Wheeler well. Frederick's a big deal. I, I think in this type he, of game, he had thirty. 13 against Tennessee. Yes, he did. He stuck his tongue yes, out. He did. He was, yeah, that was a tongue game. That was <laughs> that was a tongue game. Wheeler didn't play. Wheeler doesn't matter as much. I can't believe I'm saying this. Wheeler doesn't matter as much as Frederick does in this game. I agree because you got to ask someone with uh, what's his name, Viscovi, a shooter with Viscovi out there. A little Viscovi. Viscovi. A little side of Viscovi. Who, who stinks? Like he's not any good either. I don't, I'm tired of Viscovi. I don't think he's any good. I'm with a, you. He's gonna put up like 25. But he's on gonna Saturday. put up 25. Yeah, yeah on but I, I don't. I think he's yeah. one of no, the more overrated players in the I, SEC. I could not agree more. Yeah, I could not agree Even more. Even that goon Plachik. Yeah, well, I like him. <laughs> he is a goon. He is a goon. He's no. He's the one big that Oscar could actually play with. Yeah, yes, he, a little bit. Yeah, like well, I don't know. He had he had quite the game. They both did. They both. Yeah, I think they, they are both they above twenty. Forth. Yeah, they are both above because they are the same dude. They can't jump. They're not very athletic. They play the exact same kind of game. He's no Castleton, Andy. You know what I'm saying? He's no Colin Castleton <laughs> with all the dazzling footwork. Four three seven nine six eight UPS Jobs text line. Uh, let's take a break. We'll take a break uh, a little bit 
early. Brian Rice going to join us. Oh, yeah. We uh, like Brian in, Rice. In about 20 minutes, we'll do that. And, uh, yeah, so we'll do that. And I am going to cut Josh Hurd sound during, uh, during the, the break. During the break, yes. I'm so, going to watch soccer. Uh, <laughs> so uh, that's what we're doing. For the next four minutes, Strebel will be watching. Is that Napoli? Uh, I don't know. It's SAS and, and Nap. Is that, uh, is that, is that Naptown? Is that, is that, uh, who's Naptown? Is that Indy? It's, is it Naptown? Is that, is this Indy 11? I oh, think it is, oh, yeah. Okay, look at that. <laughs> oh, we got USL. Yeah. No idea. Look at that. In Europe. How about that? They did a little friendly trip. Who's SAS? Is that Stephen A. Smith? <laughs> it's only SAS, SAS yeah, I know. It's Sassuolo. Right. Sassuolo and, uh, Napoli. Huh? I was right about one of them. Huh? How I do you say that? Sassuolo. Yeah. I ain't ever going there. I'm not going to Sassuolo. I, I ain't ever going there. Is that you where understand? the Mona Lisa was painted? I ain't ever going there. Is that where David was sculpted <laughs> in David, Italy? David? <laughs> David? Let's take a break. Four three seven nine six eighty. Uh We will effort to Michael cut Angelo. Josh Hurd sound from 805 earlier today. We'll do it next. Metro College is a program that helps students pay for tuition, and I didn't believe it. You have to work third shift five days a week. It's a great and rewarding thing when you graduate. I would do it all over again, just like I just did. You know those buddies who magically become medical professionals when you're not at the top of your game? The ones who say, come on, muscle through it. But then also say, hey, you should probably see my specialist. Or surgery or pain meds. It's almost always false, false, and false. Athletico's physical therapists, the same therapists who work with professional athletes, can tackle those little aches and pains from the start before they become big ones. So next time, don't believe everything you hear. Instead, start with Athletico. Schedule your free assessment at athletico.com. Time now for The Take with Andy Sweeney. These roads aren't going to mill themselves. That's right. Mill, yeah. Mill, yeah. I would say I want a big, easy, McCrite milling mill, yeah shirt. Well, no, he got me a yellow shirt and it was a 6X. And James Strebel. Hey, buddy, hope you can what? wear this one. I'm like, hey, yo, I know I'm not, like, like in shape, but it was like a 4X. I end up cleaning my lawnmower with it. On ESPN 680 and 105.7. It's a Friday in about two hours, 5.30 or so. We'll have the mixtape. Can't wait for that. Justin's Magical Fingers. Yes, working their, their working magic. Working that magic yes. that they work. Uh, big thank you to uh, Odd Transition. <laughs> uh, before the game, hey, before the game on Saturday and Sunday for you, Val, get on down there to Bernos. Say hello to George at Bernos by the bridge. You know, they always have 14 area locations here in Metro Louisville and Southern Indiana, uh, celebrating 45 years of Louisville-style pizza. Uh, we always appreciate them hooking us up every Friday. Yeah, it's that good. It's Bear Nose Pizza, so we appreciate them. Uh, Brian Rice will join us in 15 minutes. We should have done this during the break, but I was cutting Josh Hurd's out. You were. Uh, did you have his number, Furman? You do. Do you not? Do you not? I'm looking. Yeah, because yeah, he was on a couple weeks ago. Uh, it was like a month ago. It was like a month ago when he when he was on there at Tennessee. <laughs> yeah, I got it. We're good. Streamles, oh, there we go. He's got it. Like he's stuck in the middle right now. <laughs> I, my yeah, head, I, my I head hung. I, know. I, I, I hear Streamble. I hear him during slumped. the break. Well, my yeah, body's yeah, slumped yeah. because They're of like all suck. they suck. They're no. all terrible. Well, no, because <laughs> what I'm going to have to do now is find Brian's number while I'm talking. But now I but don't now have, don't to. have but to. But now, yeah, it. that's he's what we were go. saying. But yeah. now we don't have to because yeah. Justin has it. He's ready. He's he's prepared. He's ready to go. Yes, yes, he is. 
I'm not going to read that one. No, I'm sure there's some good text coming (laughs) in right now. Oh, Texter says, what do you think about Shane Behannon? That's spelled S-H-A-N-E. Hey, it's with a C. Listen, I'm not answering that. If you can't spell his name, he won the national title and was a five-star. It was a big deal. Uh, Yes. Yeah, yeah. You're you're dead. I'm about about to just go ahead and get rid of you. Yeah. Okay. Uh, 437-9680. You want to hear from Josh Hurd? I would love to hear from well, Josh this is Hurd. Everything, yes. This is everything on Kenny Payne. Okay. So the question posed to him was from our guy Mark Blankenbaker. Where you at, Keith Pointer? Yeah. My guy Mark Blankenbaker was. A lawyer should be interrogated. Was Kenny Payne uh, said that he needs everyone to realize this isn't good enough. Like we already didn't realize it wasn't right. good enough. We realized that uh, exhibition season. Uh, yeah, Lenore Ryan, we, we mentioned that. <laughs> so this is like three minutes. Okay. Uh, but I didn't have time to trim it down, if you will. So this is this is with no trimming. No okay? fat trimmed off. No fat, nothing is trimmed. Okay. This is blank and heard. I love talking it. KP unfiltered, unfiltered, no filter like Alan Cutler. No, no filter, no filter. <laughs> University of Louisville basketball basketball is in the standard, right? I, I'm I've worked in two athletic departments. I've worked at the University of Louisville and I've worked at Villanova. Uh, and I think that that standard is pretty similar for both of those basketball programs. And I, I couldn't, I couldn't work anywhere where the standard was to be okay. You know, to let's make the tournament, let's let's uh, let's celebrate making the tournament. That's not, you know, that's not what I want to do. And so the standard is to compete for championships here at the University of Louisville. I understand that, and that's the expectation from this fan base, from the city, and that's what we're going to work really, really hard to get back to. Uh, and now I'm not going to sit here and say these are excuses. In my mind, these are facts relative to where we are today. You know, if you look at this program, for the better part of seven years, it's been on probation. And, and that doesn't just, you know, that's not just a cliff that you fall off of. It's just this decline. And that's what's happened if you look at, if you look at this program over the years. And, you know, Kenny has a really difficult job. Uh, he knew that coming in. Uh, I, and, I, and I've said it. I don't think anybody expected us to be 3-23. and 23, um, But that's where we're at right now. And nobody thinks that's acceptable. Uh, nobody thinks that 500 is acceptable. Uh, you know, people expect to be competing for championships here. And that's what we're going to try to do. And Kenny's going to have the resources to do that. And, you know, I think right now the only thing I would ask from our fans is uh, you have – you care deeply about this basketball program. You are – I mean, the, the emotions that you invest into this program over the years have been tremendous. And that's what makes this program great. And I need you to continue to support this program because we're going to get it back to where everybody wants it to be, expects it to be. Um, I can sure, I can assure you uh, this this past year, uh, for me, for Kenny, uh, for his staff, for my staff, it, it, this has not been fun. Uh, to be honest with you, it's been miserable. Uh, it's just you know our fans feel it, I feel it, Kenny feels it. 
and um, we are going to work really, really, really hard to get the talent in here. Uh, and if the support staff isn't what it needs to be, and uh, or there's a, a cog that's missing, we're going we're to correct that. Uh, because it's it's really hard to win. I say that all the time. It's extremely extremely hard to win. Uh, and I mean, you think think about how many good teams the University of Louisville's had, and they've been at the mountaintop three times. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's that's the expectation, and that's what we're going to try to get back to. And and I do I do have confidence that we're going to get there. Uh, and uh, as soon as I don't have that confidence. Then, then we'll have conversations as to what we change or how we change it. But right now, I have all the confidence in the world in Kenny, and uh, we've just got to, we've got to get back to where our fans want us to be. And like I said, I think we will. There you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> pointer. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, can I go back to something I meant to Mark? Hang and on. and that doesn't just you know that's not just a cliff that you fall off of well, it's that, just this decline and that's what's happened if you look wow. at if you look at this program over the years and you know Kenny has a really different I disagree. I was looking for the point to where he said to where he said 7 years this team's been on probation for right. man do you have any idea if we have that or not any does anyone know Nick he, just sent us some stuff I have no clue what's in no, it let me try to go through it and see gotcha. what what, what he even sent well, I just it, it 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 just no. It is off of a cliff. Like he can say decline all he wants. Three and twenty three is falling off a cliff because they weren't three and tw- they weren't five wins last year. So I I, I vehemently disagree with Josh Hurd. I'm sure Blankenbaker's probably clenching his teeth when he heard that answer. And I understand he's not, clenching something else. Yeah, well, <laughs> he's clenching multiple things, and he's not going to go on multiple the, clenching. He's not going to go on the flagship and battle the AD over that. But I, I, I thought to me, from everything he said, that that stuck out to me because you, you a decline's not this, right? This is not a decline. Talk about a decline. You're saying you go from winning how many when they win last year, Andy, 13 games, whatever that was, to where you're hovering around that, or you win 10. No, this this fell off a cliff. And I guess Josh Hurd is in the Kenny Payne camp, and he's going to stay in the Kenny Payne camp. I don't think many Louisville fans felt very confident after listening to Josh Hurd. I don't think after what, that. I I don't. But do you believe anything he says? Well, there? if we could find the the part that that matters probably more well, than, than anything, years, yes. yeah, yeah, uh, that that is factually not true, right? No, it has um, not been a seven year decline. Think, no. I think I think the rest of it is what you get in the middle of a season, right. and I think that right there is why it's useless during the season for Josh Hurd to say anything. Not that there's not 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 that he should not have went on with blank. That's not what I mean. Right. But you're not going to Barnhart's get. Not do that. Well, no, you're not going yeah. to get. Okay, we do have it here. Hang on just a second. You ready for this? Yeah, yeah. Josh. Last one before I get you out. Uh, a cliff that you fall off of. No, that's not relative it. to where we are today. You know, if you look at this I'm program, to find it. I was just trying to find. That's the only thing I wanted to. <laughs> that, that one piece of sound. Right. What do you want to do, Strebel? 
I'm, uh, what do you want to do? I'm pulling the Diener here. What do you want to do? You be Mike Warren. We, 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 we go ahead and do whatever sell. you want to oh, do until this. Brian Rice. Yeah. We, we until can. we can get Brian Rice. If we can, if the phones work. <laughs> maybe the, the phone, phone, maybe yeah. the phones won't work today. So, yeah, whatever you want to do. They're working on Tuesday or Wednesday when I was whatever, there, so whatever, hopefully they're still working. Well, I mean, we, we can still go on down this path if you want. I, I, I know the, the sound you're, you're referencing where he talks about, you know, this is a rebuild. This has been, you know, said this is a seven-year thing. But, uh, yeah, again, you, you go back to the fact that the Chris Mack actually had – this Louisville team, number one in the country, that wasn't seven years ago. That that what that wasn't during the, the there there was success post Patino, and to act like that everything after Patino was just an, an absolute adject disaster is false and it's not true. Was Chris Mack good? No, he wasn't good, but he had at least for a season he had his team in a position where they were number one in the country. They went to overtime against a damn good Kentucky team in Rupp Arena, a game they could have won, to, to pretend that this is all Chris Mack and Scott Padgett's and Rick Pitino's fault is is absurd. And I don't I don't know many Louisville fans that would buy into that narrative that was being sold today with Mark Blankenbaker. I don't know if Kenny Payne takes responsibility. Wait, the, or, K, or the KP militia take any responsibility. Well, it doesn't sound like there was much responsibility being given to no, him. But, like, again, he's I, I, it. I don't care about Josh Hurd. Josh Hurd is not going to say anything inflammatory in the middle of a season. Just like he he's did not, with Scott Satterfield. Right. Just like he knew, like all of us, you got to get Scat out of here so you can go get Jeff Prom. He knew right. it. Everybody knew it. Everybody knew it. And so right now... Josh Hurd is in this spot. I think he's in a bad spot as well because you hire Kenny Payne, you also become the AD. Yeah, and I think at the same bo- and I think both of those are tied to each other to a certain extent. I mean, can you imagine someone being the AD who didn't want Kenny Payne? No one would have wanted Kenny Payne. The reason I know that is no one's ever wanted him to be the head coach. It's been very limited. <laughs> yeah, and when they have, he's turned them down. DePaul. I mean, it's he's yeah. turned them down. Yeah, so. I, I, to me, after the season is what's interesting. He talked about support staff. Is that the assistant coaches? Right. He talked about other like I. I think at the end of the year, you are absolutely going to see changes, and they might not be as big of a changes as we want. Um, but they're going to be magnified because they're going to say we're going to try and do something different. Right. We can't keep going. We we can't run. We say that all the time with Scott Satterfield. You can't run run it back with Brian Brown. You can't run it back with some of these assistant coaches. And he, and he kept doing it. He kept running it back and having the same type of results as he had the previous year. This is a situation where you can't run it back with some of these players. You can't run it back with some of these assistant coaches. So, I mean, while Josh Hurd's not going to be coming on air and saying, oh, yeah, yeah, Kenny Payne's got to get rid of Josh Jameson. Like, <laughs> even though a lot of fans are probably like, that dude's probably not a guy that's really adding much to the program, he's not going to go on there and, and call out Nolan Smith or, or Danny Manning or anybody. But, no, when you say support staff th- – Kenny Payne's got to make changes with the players and with the staff. And will Josh Hurd actually, you talk about responsibility, Andy. Will Josh Hurd make him responsible for doing those things? Instead of saying, oh, Kenny Payne's got it tough. Oh, poor Kenny Payne inherited all this garbage. Will he hold him to account and say, no, you've got to do something here, Kenny, where we're not doing the same thing over and over again and, and, and not saying, well, the players got to understand this is not acceptable. No bleep. You got to understand that too. Your assistants need to understand that too. It's not just the players, Kenny. You have to understand that this is not acceptable. I don't know if I, 
I'm I want to believe that I want to believe that everyone does. I think Josh Hurd does. He but does. Everyone that you said, I want to. The, the only well, reason is because because the KP militia blames everybody else, and they don't take responsibility. So yeah, for so pain. when it's everyone yes. else's fault, that's a different conversation. Uh, Justin, do you just want to go ahead and save us and call Brian Rice? Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, I, well, I, 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 I sent that to you. It was like a minute 20, but he did play in what you played earlier. Uh, the seven. Do what now? I'm seven, sorry. I didn't. I the comment about the seven iPad. years and all that. Yeah. That was, that was played. It went over the air. Uh, that's where he said, I'm not, we're not making excuses because it's a fact and all that stuff. And he said seven years of probation. So later if you want to use that. <laughs> Wait, where's it at? Is that what we mean of I, what I, I play? I had timed it in. I think the, the sound that you would cut, I think it's like three minutes total, but I think Nick also cut the same one. It's like a minute 20-ish in, and that's where he says it. Okay, well, let's um, check I'll, it out. I'll go ahead and call him while you're done. No, no, it, let's check it out. Let's okay. check it out. He knew that coming in, uh, I, and, I, and I've said it. I don't think anybody expected us to be 3-23, and 23, um, but that's where we're at right now, and nobody thinks that's acceptable. Uh, nobody thinks that 500 is acceptable. Uh, you know, people expect to be competing for championships here, and that's what we're going to try to do, right. and Kenny's going to have the resources to do that. I don't have it. And, heard. you know, I think right now the only thing I would ask from our fans. That was at a minute 20. Here, I just sent you the one Nick has. Maybe he just cut it differently. I don't know what he did with cutting, but it started around the same area. But I just sent it to you. Anyway, you want me to go ahead and just call him? Let's just call him. Little Brown Rice. Brown Rice on a Friday. My mind, these are facts. There we go. Relative to where we are today. Okay, so there it is right there. That's probably it. We can get into it later. Or we can just replay something like other shows. We can just do that, too, if you want. Yeah. We can just replay and just get out of here. <laughs> you can just do the mixtape at 530. <laughs> get a beer. You get the podcast up yeah. at 9 o'clock. Yeah, it'll be fine. <laughs> Everything will be great. Yeah, go ahead and call Brian Rice. <laughs> Get Brian Rice's his, his, his great voice on. Another great voice guest that we have. What do you mean? You can't even remember what his voice sounds no, like. Got, no, yeah, he's a radio guy for Tennessee. Yeah, yeah we, but doesn't we mean you him, know? You, no, you're he's got a nice, You just think you I know do, what his no, voice is. I do know, Andy. We had him on like a month ago. I remember having Brian Rice on. We've had him on multiple times. I know what his voice sounds like. 100% I do. Texas says Louisville fans want the ex back, uh, ex back that cheated on them and gave them herpes. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes sometimes you're 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 in a position to where beggars can't be choosers. Texas says it's not Scott Paget, it's David Paget. David Paget, oh, sorry, yeah. I got the look. Leave Scott Paget alone. He's going to be in Lexington tomorrow. He's going to be shining with his teammates. I have Scott Paget on the brain. This is all on Rick Pitino. I love that. That you're going back. What I love about the seven years is you're going back to when 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 Louisville. I mean, if you go back. You're going back. Let's see. One, two, three, four, five. Well, my internet just shut down, so that's perfect. Oh, good. Uh, Brian Rice joins us. Brian, you need to save us. Help, we, Brian. we have had every damn issue in the world in the first 45 minutes of the show. Yeah. And so we need you to save us uh, and talk about Tennessee basketball, something that half our listening audience hates. <laughs> well, I, I'm glad that they do because if they did, if we weren't hated down here, then that would mean that it wasn't a very good rivalry. And, uh, you know, you only hate the people that you uh, respect and compete against. So, uh, you know, I think uh, Tennessee basketball, Tennessee fans will take a little bit of the hate. And they're, uh, they're looking forward to hopefully uh, getting some measure of revenge tomorrow. Because when Kentucky came down to Thompson Bowling Arena early this season, they had a better game plan. And they executed it better than Tennessee and came away with a win that disappointed a sellout crowd. 
Yeah, it did. Not on Chris Lofton Day. Now, you are aware yeah. that uh, Kentucky's honoring three teams on Saturday, right? So they're doing their honoring as well. Three teams. So it's, it's so turnabout's fair play is what you're saying. I mean, they're honoring not just Chris Lofton. I mean, you guys honored one. They're honoring 96, yep. 97, and 1998. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Two champions, the national follow-up, uh, uh, runner-up. I, I mean, yeah. yeah, everybody. Well, let, let's start here. Brian Rice with us, Vols Radio Network, 99.1, The Sports Animal. Several things we can get to here. Um, okay, so if you go back to mid-January, about a month from, uh, you know, a month ago, Kentucky goes on the road and they get that win, and it's surprising to me, you and everybody else. Um, and then Tennessee rebounds, and they're fine. They beat Mississippi State, they win at LSU, big win over Texas, feeling great about yourself, and then Tennessee loses three of four, and the win is Auburn, which is a nice win, it's a quad one win, but Tennessee scored 46 points, okay, so that's interesting as well, and then the big win over Alabama, so I have no idea what's going on with Tennessee right now, Are I mean, they're not in a slump, are they playing their, their but I won't say they're playing their best basketball, what are they right now as we're here in mid February. I think it was a mid-season swoon that had them do things that were uncharacteristic. Uh, you know, people talked about the, the shooting struggles in uh, the loss and then the win over uh, Auburn, but that's not who Tennessee was. They had only shot under 40% in three games prior to that all season. And then all of a sudden, the offense finds its footing against Vanderbilt and then again against Missouri, and the defense lets you down in those two games. Uh, in Vanderbilt, you had kind of a, a perfect storm situation where one of your best free throw shooters misses the front end of a one-and-one after your your freshman forward doesn't dunk a ball that would have ended the game. He's trying to run out, trying to run out the clock, made a freshman mistake, not realizing that uh, Tennessee wasn't yet in the bonus. Then you barely get the ball in a couple times. Anyway, Vescovy misses the front end of the one-and-one. One. Then you give up a three-pointer to a, a player who was shooting at that time 23% from three on the field on the year. You don't expect that to happen, but it did. And then you come out against Missouri, look lackadaisical, have a huge 18-point second-half comeback, and then the same thing happens. One of your most reliable free-throw shooters misses the front end of one-and-one, would have made it a two-possession ball game. Instead, you give up a long three. But I like what Rick Barnes did after that game. He didn't go after his guys. He wasn't tougher on them. He put his arm around him and said, you know, we're going to be okay. And a lot of people around here didn't think that was the right approach after you lose on back-to-back buzzer beaters. But Rick <laughs> Barnes has been doing it a long time, puts his arm around him, and then they come out missing two starters on Wednesday night and lead the number one team in the country basically uh, start to finish. So I don't know what to make of it other than they went through some stuff in the middle of the year, just like Kansas did a few weeks ago. We'll see if they can keep the positivity going when they come to Rupp on Saturday, a tough place to find positivity when you're a visitor. The beauty of their schedule, Tennessee, is at Kentucky, at A&M, South Carolina, Arkansas, and at Auburn for the next five or quad one opportunities. Yeah. If they still, you know, you still want to be a one seed, whatever it is. What happened? Because I watched some of it. What happened in the Missouri game when they're allowing 86 points? Uh, it's inexplicable. Uh, M- yeah. Missouri, I, I will give Missouri credit. They came out with a game plan of, we're going to throw up everything we get. Everything. And if it hits, we're going to win this game. And for a good portion of the game, everything they put up, even shots that were well defended, and most of them were not, but even shots and possessions that were well defended, Missouri said in a shot near the shot clock expiring. 
And so you tip your cap to them. Missouri came out with the exact same game plan last time out and were run off the floor. So it's it's up and down for Missouri, but their plan succeeded against Tennessee. I mentioned that they had, I believe, a 17-point lead in the second half. Tennessee comes all the way back but can't mm-hmm. get one stop, which for a team that's been in the top three nationally in defensive efficiency all season long has been number one, I believe, for the last eight weeks or nine weeks. You can't believe that that's happening when you're watching it. But Missouri executed and Tennessee didn't on the defensive end. Then they get back after it against Alabama, and it's the same good Tennessee defense we've seen most of the season. So I think those games were an aberration, but it certainly makes you worry anytime, especially you on the road. You mentioned it being a quad one opportunity uh, for Tennessee. Anytime you do that and have had that in your past, you worry that that's going to rear its ugly head again. And uh, Kentucky has its back to the wall as well. It, it, they do not have many quad one oper- win no. opportunities down no, the they stretch. They need to win. They need it. If you drop the game to Tennessee, you're almost in a must-win situation the rest of the regular season if you're Kentucky. I think Tennessee fans would love to see the Vols go get a win and put Kentucky's backs fully to the wall. Uh, but it's easier said than done because it's a great team with a good head coach, uh, an all-time legend head coach uh, in one of the toughest environments in college basketball. Brian Rice with us here on ESPN 680-1057. Uh, I almost called you Rick Barnes. That would have been a good get. No offense, Brian. It yeah, good paycheck. Nice to have Rick Barnes. <laughs> yeah, a little Rick Barnes on yeah, a Friday. But you're great too, Brian. Yeah, you're okay, but you're not You're not Rick Barnes, okay? No, no okay. offense. Uh, Brian Rice with us here on ESPN 680-1057. Uh, I'm trying to remember back, but the main thing I remember – uh, from that game was Oscar and uh, uh, Plob. How do you say his name? Plotching. Yes, yes. Back, going yeah. back and forth, him having a great game, but Cal saying, uh, saying everyone else go beat us. And I remember Tennessee missing layups. Tennessee yeah. had their opportunities. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, do you expect something different from what we saw, or is it we know what Kentucky's going to do, we know what Tennessee's going to do, and we're just going to have to figure it out? I don't think you're going to see nearly as much of Eurosh in this game. Uh, since that Kentucky game, played 26 minutes against the Wildcats, played 21 the next time out against Mississippi State. Since then, hasn't played more than 14 nope. uh, minutes at a game. You've seen the emergence of Jemai Meshack, who's been a lockdown defender. Uh, did a great job on Wednesday night against a projected top uh, of the draft pick. Uh, Tobe Awaka has come on, another freshman. And then uh, Jonas Adu, a sophomore, has really come along over the last few games. Uh, Adu pressed into starting duty last time out against Alabama. I think you're going to see a lot more of those guys than you see of Flossage just because they passed him up. Uh, Euros is a big body. He's fiery uh, sometimes to a fault. And I think his inconsistency is just worn thin on the staff. And these young guys have given Rick Barnes a reason to play them instead. And they've continued to give him a reason to put them out there. Uh, we'll see what happens. You know, it's a tough environment for young players to go in, but they've grown up a lot over the last few games and have, have really emerged as a front court threat for Tennessee when, when the Vols really didn't have one early on in this season. Yeah, tell me about Mayshack because he played five minutes against Kentucky the first time. I mean, he doesn't, he didn't have a stat sheet. And the last two games, he's played 48 minutes. Yeah, and his wow. offensive game is still catching up. He's only scored five points over those last over yeah. those last two games, but defensively, 
I mean, he's a stopper, and, and that's what you want from a guy who's who's played early on in the season. He played quite a few minutes, but then it, it, it dialed back as we got into SEC play. Um, but he's shown that he's ready to defend. And the, if you have one player who knows that's what his job is, does all the other things other than scoring on the stat sheet, he's been a good rebounder. He's had two assists in each of the last two games, a couple of block shots. He's that guy that can affect the other team on the defensive end, three steals as well in the last game against Alabama. If he can perform that way, then you can look for your other four guys to score. He is a stopper and has emerged as such, and I think that's been – I don't know that it's been surprising to Tennessee fans, but it's certainly been unexpected and very encouraging here when uh, they've needed him the most. You know, I just think for this game, just to have a conversation, and Strebel, you might think as well, yeah. C.J. Frederick, I doubt plays uh, tomorrow, yeah, Brian. Yeah, he had 13 uh, in, he, the, in the He first had 13. Game. He hit some big shots. I, I mean, when you look at it on paper and the way that Tennessee can defend uh, and the way that Tennessee lost that game on Chris Lofton Day, uh, to me, I would be really bothered if I'm a, if I'm a Tennessee fan and I lose on Saturday. I, I know yeah. it's a big atmosphere, Rupp Arena, the 1 o'clock game, on CBS, but Kentucky right now is an extremely limited team, Brian. They come in hobbled. I mean, they need Chris Livingston to go for double figures tomorrow. We mentioned new guys. I mean, Chris Livingston the last two games to show the pulse. I mean, they need him to have 13, 14 points tomorrow. I mean, they basically played five guys in the second half of of their win against Mississippi State. They're playing maybe six guys. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and, and we're fortunate to win that game. Made some key errors down the stretch. Mississippi State wasn't able to fully capitalize as they made yeah. errors of their own. I, I think, look, when you look at this rivalry, and, and we kind of talked about this before the first game between these two teams, there have been a lot of games in this rivalry that Tennessee should have won, that Kentucky won, and that Kentucky should have been a heavy favorite in that Tennessee was able to pull out. I don't think you take anything for granted in a matchup between these two teams, whichever place it's contested. You know, obviously Kentucky has a huge advantage record-wise over the history of this rivalry at Rupp in Lexington overall. Uh, but Tennessee's won three of, I believe, three of the last five at Rupp. Uh, so they have a lot of confidence. And they're looking for revenge from that first game. And I think they're looking at the film of what teams have been able to do to affect Kentucky recently and say, how do we apply this? But most of all... How do we get around what we did not do well in the first matchup? Because Kentucky made Tennessee uncomfortable. And and the, it made them – I think it got in their heads a little bit that they didn't finish some of those opportunities. Absolutely. How do you get Absolutely. out of your head for this one? That's the question. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. Uh, last one for Brian Rice. How much you guys talk about the the uh, SEC football annual rivals that we're going to find out here at some point? Uh, yeah, uh, like you know, you know, Kentucky and Tennessee. You know, maybe in a a nice little pod together. You know, yeah, at some point. I, I think Tennessee's rivals out of this thing are going to end up being Alabama, Vanderbilt, and Kentucky, which I think is hugely advantageous for Tennessee. Obviously, you get Alabama, but. Um, from a record standpoint, it's Vanderbilt and Kentucky. But I, I'm a traditionalist, so I don't think college football today should lose two of the top ten most contested rivalries in college football. And that's what Tennessee-Vanderbilt and Tennessee-Kentucky are. And they've been lopsided over the years, yes. But I think when you talk about a sport that values its history but has also lost a lot of its history along the way, I think those are those are important to maintain. I'll be interested to see what the official uh, word comes out on those permanent opponents. 
But I certainly hope Tennessee and Kentucky maintain that in both football and basketball because those are two rivalries that are important to the history of both sports, uh, in my opinion. Well, Brian, appreciate the time as always. Take care, safe travels, enjoy all the games this weekend. We'll catch up down the road. Thank you. Gentlemen, thank you very much. Good to talk to you as always. All right, Thanks, there Brian. we go. There we go. Brian Rice with us. Big time matchup. I got news for you. Oh, there's news? You're going to be interested, but you can't look at your phone. Okay, I will not do that. It's Kentucky news. It's not bad. It's, okay. In, in, fact, you'll, in fact, you and others, not you as much, yeah. but others will will find much joy, uh, a lot of joy in it. Really? A lot of joy in it. Okay. All right. Okay. I'm intrigued by that. You should yes. be intrigued. Because BB and I don't always line up together. You don't. We do uh, not. But, but you're going to be happy. Oh, the I'll majo- be happy. The majority of BBN in every gas bag on Twitter. Oh, wow. Okay, so I'm we'll be very off, happy. Okay, I'll stay off Twitter. Every, TJ Walker be very happy. The sports talker. The sports talker. Did it make his day? Yeah, we'll see. I hope it did. We'll see. <laughs> uh, we'll talk about that. And I think Furman has found the sound that we were trying to get from 8 a.m. this morning. Way we to will, go, Justin. We will play 8.05 a.m. sound next at 4.05 <laughs> on the tape on ESPN 680.